0: Hey there, whizzes! You are tuning into episode one hundred and five of the Food Biz Wiz podcast, and today's show is going to save you time, money, and sanity. I'm sharing three of my best practices for what to do when an account is late on paying their invoices. If you are ready to get paid on time, keep
1: listening. You are listening to Food Biz Wiz, the weekly podcast for everyone in the packaged food industry. Join your host, Ali Ball. To learn how to launch, grow, and scale your business, you'll hear real life examples from her time as a professional grocery buyer, interviews with CPG experts, and listen in on actual client coaching sessions. Let's get going.
0: This episode is supported by QuickBooks, an online accounting software that I have been using since day one in my business. Okay, fine, maybe not day one, but if I could go back in time, I certainly would have started using it on day one. QuickBooks has helped me get organized and stay organized with my business finances, and it ensures that I pay my quarterly taxes on time and accurately each year. If you want to try QuickBooks and save 50% off your first six months, use my link in today's show notes. I promise you that you'll wish you had started using it earlier in your business as well. I know how frustrating it can be when you don't get paid on time. As a small business owner, cash flow is crucial and it might already feel like a stretch when you're offering terms like net 15 or net 30 to your wholesale accounts. In this episode, I am sharing three things that you can do that will help you get paid on time by your retail accounts. So first. I always suggest that you get a credit card to keep on file when you open new direct accounts with your wholesale partners. I didn't actually see a lot of brands do this enough when I was a grocery buyer, but it's something that we didn't have a problem with doing when new brands would simply ask us. Now, I'm going to give you the the disclaimer here that not all wholesale accounts will say yes to this. I know some of them are just going to say like, sorry, that's not something that we do with our new accounts, but it is worth trying. Absolutely. So here is how you do it. When you onboard a new wholesale account, you have them fill out your new vendor paperwork. So the purpose of this paperwork is to get all of that accounts information on things like their shipping address, their receiving hours, their buyer contact information, accounts payable information, and, and things like that, right? All of the information information that you as a vendor want to have in one single place. So you're going to have it stored in one place if you need it in the future. Future. And gosh, I mean, believe me, there will come a time when you want to make sure that you have that accounts payable direct contact information rather than just the name and email address of the buyer with whom you've been dealing with already, right? So on that paperwork, you're going to ask to have a credit card on file, and you make it really clear to this new account that that card will not be charged unless a payment is more than a certain amount of days overdue. So then you can decide yourself uh, what that time period is going to be, but something like 10 business days overdue seems to make sense. So then if you get into the situation, and I know this happens quite frequently, where the account is overdue and you can't get them to pay, perhaps the buyer keeps saying the payment's on the way or uh, they're not responding to your emails in the first place, you can manually run that credit card on file. It's as simple as that. Okay. So the next basic best practice that I have for you is to set up a late payment fee. So I used to do this all the time when I had one-on-one consulting clients. So again, you would outline this in your new vendor paperwork that you have them sign that they complete, and you make it super clear that there's a late payment fee after, again, a certain amount of time. Again, let's say you go with 10 business days. You could charge a late payment fee of five percent of the invoice amount compounded monthly or weekly whatever you choose if you don't receive their payment so it does require some tracking on your end and sending of updated invoices with that late payment fee added on but you might find that just the fact that you have a late payment policy a late payment fee policy it's enough to keep your accounts paying on time so i used to see this with my consulting clients too that um if i <laughs> if it was getting close to that invoice being due and I hadn't heard back from them, I would just send them an email, send my clients a, a really nice friendly email, assuming best intentions, and saying, you know just a reminder, your payment will be overdue as of Monday. Um, again, friendly reminder that we have a late payment fee of XYZ percentage compounded, you know biweekly, and sure enough, the payments would come through. <laughs> So lastly, this is a quick episode, you guys. I, I, I'm I curious if you like these short styles, so please let me know. So lastly, I've got one more tip for you guys. My final tip for getting people to pay your invoices is to simply stop sending orders if they have outstanding payments too. Now, I know this sounds extreme. I give this advice a lot in Retail Ready, and I see your hesitation. It can feel really frustrating when you're a vendor, right? And clearly your product's selling off the shelf because that buyer wants a reorder, but there is no better way to get that invoice paid than refuse to ship an order until it's settled. So it's important to know here, I think this is, it's key, is that it doesn't have to be dramatic, right? It's as simple as a buyer placing an order and you kindly replying that you are waiting on overdue invoice number XYZ and that you are happy to ship that order once the account balance has been paid. So in this instance, I highly, highly recommend CCing the accounts payable department whose contact information you already have, right? Because you collected it in your onboarding paperwork. So It does bring up one final thing to address when it comes to overdue payments from your accounts, and it's this. You guys, (laughs) we are all human, and we all make mistakes. So typically, accounting departments in retail stores still require a paper invoice in order to process checks. And yes, you'll be most likely still getting paid by check. So you know what that means, right? Sometimes those paper invoices go missing. It is very likely that if you haven't been paid by an account, it was a simple error where your invoice got lost in transit or that buyer forgot to forward on your electronic invoice to their accounting department or simply someone missed a step in the payment process it happens. It happens a lot. (laughs) So I think when we realize this, we are much more likely to approach the situation with understanding and with empathy. While of course it sucks to have late payments, it's also helpful to realize that it is almost always a simple mistake. And it's not necessarily a malicious move on the, on the store's part. So this, again, is why it's so important to have that direct account for that direct contact information for the accounting department. It's often not that... It's not the buyer's fault that payment hasn't been processed yet. And if the buyer is the only person with whom you're following up regarding late payments, it's not likely to get resolved quickly as that buyer doesn't normally have the the power to cut checks and process payments. So go directly to that accounting department, pick up the phone and call them, literally pick up the phone, and you are more likely to see that payment come through. Okay, so there you have it. Now you have to promise me this, you guys, if you are listening to this, if these three best practices helped you get paid on time, you got to give me some credit for helping you out here. So, I'm kind of joking, but I would love to know if this really quick episode came in handy and if it helps with your cash flow. So, let me know by tagging me on Instagram as you listen. I'm at It's Ball. Drop me a DM or come and continue the conversation in our Food Biz Whiz Facebook group. If you're not in there yet, come and join us. Find the link directly in today's show notes. Okay, so to recap, my three quick things here. Number one is getting those credit cards on file, uh, especially, or easily, it's easy to do when you do that new hire, that new vendor paperwork, that new account paperwork, okay? Number two is start charging a late fee for overdue payments. Typically, that late fee itself will be enough of a a threat (laughs) to get those accounts to pay on time. And number three is simply stop delivering if you have overdue invoices. You've got the power here, so it is time to use it. Okay, thank you as always for tuning in and I will see you right back here next week. Have a good one. Thanks for supporting the brands who support this podcast. This episode is supported by QuickBooks, an online accounting platform that most of my clients use and that I use to keep our business financials organized and accurate. Save 50% off your first six months of QuickBooks using my link in today's show notes. It's time to get financially organized and they will help you with it. It couldn't be easier.
1: Thank you for listening to Food Biz Whiz, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you never miss a beat. Hungry for more? Check out www.foodbizwiz.com. That's food, B-I-Z-W-I-Z.com for detailed show notes from all episodes. Thanks again for tuning in and stay busy.